You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! Stop! calls himself Abracadabra. You and I have been enemies for years. He said he was from the future. He is 64th century. Care to give me a hand? <laughs> he has information that will save Iris's life. I know who Savitar really is. You shall not pass! <laughs> It's another episode of the legendary Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow, where each week Glenn and I sit down to discuss the DC Triple Shot on the CW. Glenn, we are one episode closer to uh, to wrapping this show up for the season, in so much as that Legends of Tomorrow, uh, we're on its penultimate episode next week, the, 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 the all-too-soon season finale. If any of these shows were to go 24 episodes, I think we would want it to be Legends. Uh, although I'm happy with them doing like 17 episodes, but look, Arrow's getting 24, and if we if we could switch, I think we'd much rather talk about Legends until uh, you know the end of May, as opposed to to Arrow. But whatever, we're gonna deal with it, I guess, as it comes. Uh, next week, everybody, only one episode to discuss. Flash and Arrow are going on hiatus for a while until the end of April. Uh, so it'll just be us discussing uh, the Legends of Tomorrow finale. But before we get there, we got other shows to discuss, like The Flash. And we're going to start with Season 3, Episode 18, Abra Cadabra is the title. And uh, we meet, said Abra Cadabra, a criminal from the 64th century, which is really fucking far in the future, by the way. Uh, comes to Central City, stealing from numerous tech companies and killing two guards. Why this dude would need to come back in time to the 21st century to steal tech when he's from the 64th century and is apparently overpowered. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, Gypsy returns in pursuit of said uh, Mr. Cadabra to avenge her partner whom he killed once upon a time. Um, Abracadabra offers the team the identity of Savitar in exchange for his freedom. Against Gypsy's wishes, a desperate Joe West releases him, who, of course, does not reveal anything about Savitar, and escapes to uh, Eobard Thawne's time vault after Gypsy fails to stop him and retrieves a power source. Uh, Cadabra then triggers an explosion that critically injures Caitlyn, refusing to take her necklace off, suppressing her powers, even though it could save her life. Caitlyn asks Julian to perform surgery with her guidance instead. Uh, Abracadabra attempts to return to his own time, having used the stolen tech to build his own time machine, but is foiled by the team with Gypsy's help. Barry decides that the only way to save Iris's life is by traveling to the future, 
Later, a still-recovering Caitlin loses consciousness and begins convulsing before her vital signs flatline, and a distraught Julian rips the necklace from her body, and her vital signs return to normal as her injuries heal rapidly. But she awakens in the guise of Killer Frost before vanishing in a cloud of ice and snow and CGI. What did you make of Abracadabra, Glenn? Both the person and this episode. Um. Oh, it was interesting to see the guy that Harvey Dent held at gunpoint <laughs> uh, become a supervillain when he was working for the Joker. So, man, he's been around for a long time. Oh, yeah. Uh, in case anybody knows what I was speaking about, in The Dark Knight, the guy that Harvey Dent holds a gun and keeps slipping a coin to was that actor. Yeah. Um. I found his voice really irritating, which kind of, which really worked at the end when he was like, yeah, but Savitar did something to you, so uh, fuck you. She dies with me. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was like, damn, what an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I liked the episode. Like, there was fun little, I guess, parlor tricks that they kind of did. Um... I did like that. Yeah, even though he had all this power, the one thing he couldn't do was travel in time. So yeah, he needed. This, there was very little this dude couldn't do. Yeah. He couldn't be so. shot. He could apparently transport himself from one place to the next. He did some card tricks. <laughs> this guy was loaded, sir. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but it was. I know it was weird. Not like not a whole lot really happened. Like as far as like no, I mean there was some character stuff, but they were just kind of like it was like doubling down on shit we already knew. You know, like Caitlin and Julian's relationship, yeah. and then uh, Gypsy and and Cisco. Like I really felt we would have had more, but it was kind of funny that they kept kind of getting cut off. Um, They're doing a lot of will they won't they with Cisco and Gypsy. Like, yeah. it always seems like, oh man, they're in a relationship, and then she's back this episode, and then she's like, she's turned away from him, she's kind of ignoring him a little bit now, again, for some reason. Well, I did like that, you know, she was just talking about this guy, you know, did kill her former lover of sorts, but and, I did like, she's like, I'm not yes. holding a candle for the guy or anything. Yeah. Like, she even, like, tries to make it clear, like, don't be, it's just, you know, mm-hmm. they all betrayed her so yeah she's pissed what do you think of but she'll get over it what do you think of uh the moment where caitlin dies because she says in what i feel was a a poor choice they decided to turn her the the impetus of her death scene they basically sort of made it a joke or a pun where she was about to say, cross my heart and hope to die. And she yeah, said, cross my heart weird. and... And then she fucking dies. I don't know how I felt about this. Yeah, <laughs> it was... Uh, that's a bad joke. It just really... It, it seemed really weird and out of place. Um, also weird... Uh, I guess this isn't weird. This is just a confirmation for me. Uh, I knew kind of deep down that I was not a fan of H.R. Wells, but... Uh, when he came in here and was gleefully, lovingly accepting lime jello, 
uh, I knew that's when I hated this man. <laughs> Very, I mean, look, I, I don't know how you feel about Jello or Lime Jello, but uh, it, it is easily the bottom of the list of Jello flavors. And clearly it is HR's favorite, meaning uh, this man is. I also don't uh, like awful. strawberry Jello. Yeah, like me, like me neither. Not a big strawberry fan. Yeah, I always think I am. Until, like, I have something that's, like, all strawberry. It's just too sweet. Yeah, and then I'm kind of reminded why I don't like it that much. Uh, like, I'm okay. I'm, like, okay with it in maybe, like, a, like in an ice cream, like, or a milkshake, maybe. It, like, it depends on the the taste, but... Um, yeah, I guess that's... Uh, I guess that explains this episode in a nutshell. We started talking about... Jello. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. Like, there was some, like I said, like with the bad guy, there were some fun gags, but it was just, yeah, uh, there was some fun moments, but it was just weird. I mean, I don't know if it was the fact, like, I was watching on my computer and not my TV. So, like, it, I don't know. It could have been stuff like that. that that's why it might have been throwing me off. No, I mean, there was, I mean, you already hit the nail on the head with this episode. There was a couple of tiny moments, but it was just kind of villain of the week running in place. Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing that happened is Caitlin became Killer Frost. I'd like to that think that was cool. It was very cool, and I'd like to think that this is going to have some sort of effect on the show going forward. But part of me feels like by the next episode, they'll you know capture her and put the necklace back around. Well, her he or goes something. into the future. Yes, and she's Killer Frost. <sighs> by the way, so. sh- by the way, it should be noted that even though. The the next episode is not until the end of April. It is being directed by Tom Cavanaugh. I oh, believe, really? I be- hmm. Yeah, I believe the first time a cast member has directed an episode of the show. Hmm. Uh, That's cool. As best I can tell. Uh, a fun fact, because there's not a whole lot else to talk about in this episode. Um, <laughs> this was... It, it was fine, but it was a noted step down from last week's tons of fun musical episode. Uh, which I kind of found myself missing watching this episode. Because uh, this, I mean, it was, like I said, it's, it was fine, but boy, there was just so much fun going on last week. And la- I mean, last week was like a filler episode, but it was just so much more entertaining. I don't know. Uh, I gave this one a three and a half. What about you, sir? Uh, Yeah, right there with you. Okay, so... Let's like, talk. it kept my attention. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not bored like Arrow this week. Or most weeks. Uh, but, yeah. Hey, let's talk about a show that never fails to keep our attention. Oh, my God. I'm so glad I watched this last. Uh, season 2, episode 16 of Legends of Tomorrow called Doom World. Yes, boss. We have a problem. You're trying to tell me the Legion of Doom used the sphere of destiny to rewrite reality? I made a terrible mistake. Stop! Yes, Mr. Jackson. Get it working! A clock toilet or something? You're not a janitor. We should have killed them all. They work for Damien Dar. Alright, let's do this. So uh, we join the show in the brand new reality created by the Legion of Doom. Uh, 
Eobard Thawne is now the genius CEO of Star Labs and has captured the Black Flash. Damien Dark is the mayor of Star City. Malcolm Merlin's family is alive. And Snart and Rory control Central City as Captain Cold and Heatwave. But they all still answer to Thawne as their superior. Ray and Stein and Jax all work in Star Labs for Thawne. Sarah and Amaya work as enforcers for Dark. And Nate is a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Rip is the only member of the Legends. Who lives in his mother's basement. Who does live in his mother's basement. I believe, uh, also I believe, that the Adam is now a janitor. Mm-hmm. Um, Rip is the, uh, the only... Uh, is the only person on the team uh, who is aware of the changes in reality but has given up given up trying to change things and has basically gone a little crazy and is basically reduced to uh, to being the cake boss on the wave rider <laughs> literally lots of pastry baking uh, Mick who is unsatisfied with this easy life of crime and boy we knew it would have had to have happened eventually uh, he takes Nate to reassemble the legends using Ray's new invention, a reality gun that that uh, restores their memory. So apparently, at least with some people, like Nate and like with Ray, pieces of who they were are subconsciously still there. They do things, but they don't know why they're doing them. Like, that explains why Ray was able to invent this uh, this weapon, even though he is a janitor and does not remember his past. He kind of did it subconsciously. Uh, Stein, who is abused by Jax in this reality, breaks the gun after the latter attempts to use it on him. Uh, they resolve to claim, to reclaim the spear from Eobard Thawne before he can use an incinerator built by Stein powerful enough to destroy it, which would in fact cement this new reality. Dark, Merlin, and Snart all form an alliance against Thawne to help reclaim the spear for themselves because they're tired of kowtowing to uh, to Thon, so they want to rewrite things to better uh, improve their standing. Uh, and in a fight to retrieve the spear, Amaya, who attempts to restore reality, is killed by Captain Cold, thus enabling Thon to destroy the spear. Now trapped in this alternate reality forever without their powers, the defeated legends make a risky plan to stop the Legion from ever getting this spear in the first place by traveling back to 1916 and preventing the spear from being taken. But first, they need to find the Wave Rider. And this is when it is revealed to us that Rip is in the Wave Rider, but is in a miniaturized Wave Rider sitting in Eobard Thon's office. Uh, so what did you make of Doom World, sir? I love this show. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it just didn't even mention the best part, which was Felicity in this new reality is a superhero and she is killed immediately. I know, right? Isn't that it's crazy? Awesome. Well, she does make it later than all the other ones up on his mantle. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark's got like a a mantle of of superheroes that he is that he is killed, presumably, including the Flash and Spartan and Ragman. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with uh, along with many others. Wow, Felicity outlasted the Flash. Jesus, 
All right. I would have. I would figure that Thon would probably have helped on that one. Yeah. Uh, continue your thoughts. No, it was great. I like how, you know they rob you know they rob the bank and <laughs> Roy's oh like this isn't what like what's the point you know all you promised police, me all the police show up and they're like oh Mr. Start Mr. Rory we didn't realize it was you continue on oh they don't even acknowledge Rory they just say Snart oh, like, so right, again he voice. still views him as second banana yeah and this episode was really good because it kind of shows. Again, like with the first season, like you do see a, a big difference between Snart before joining the crew, or even meeting the Flash. I mean, even he even started kind of coming around in the Flash. So even before doing any of that stuff, yep. Um, him, how he is, how he was before all of that, before the explosion and the particle accelerator. Yeah, we got to talk about how great this show is with developing the character of Mick Rory. I'm telling you, man, watching this guy on... Oh, dude, when he, like... Uh, I'm not gonna lie, like, I did not see that coming when they killed Amaya. No, me neither. And, like, she just gets her... I was like, what the... And I was like, oh my god, he killed her. And then, <laughs> you just, like, Rory just, like, couldn't do it, because all he sees is the friend, you know, that he had at the end. Not not this guy. Shit. And then and then Snart's all like, you know, I know how you loved her to pieces. And then just like shatters her and shit. Yeah, see that's that's a fine and pun. Rory, yeah, that's a fine pun. That's better than cross my heart and hope to <laughs> Mick Rory throwing his hands up and he, he was just like, Fuck it. And he was he was out. Uh but no, I, I just love I can I couldn't have imagined this character when we first met him on The Flash and I hated these characters so goddamn much. Um, how how far they've taken this character. So the whole reason he went with Snart in the first place, like he was having these visions of him in his head. He clearly just missed his best friend. And here it was, this chance to to embrace his inner bad guy and he can be with his friend again and it's all he wanted. He, he just, you know, forgot about... It's like the dude who... It's like the person who's in an abusive relationship that keeps going back to the relationship. It's just he, he forgot about the part that he hated being the second fiddle to, to Snart. And that he was always, you know, things improved by, by the time of Legends of Tomorrow. But, you know, before that, he kind of forgot about all of that. And, you know, all he saw was his best friend is back. So he just wanted to go and be with his best friend. And then it was, you know... Uh, things, it all seemed so nice, but things weren't, you know, what they seemed. It wasn't any fun robbing the place if the police don't care that you rob it. And, you know, there's, you know, where's the fun? There's, you know, he's like, well, there's no chase. And Snart's like, yeah, I can arrange a chase if you want one. And, uh, you know, like the thrill of it, like everything you wanted, it just wasn't there. It was like all this empty promise. And then he turns around again and realizes he made another mistake. And he tries to fix things, and then Amaya gets killed. And, yeah, I just love everything they're doing with this character. It's crazy that they're doing this kind of character development on this silly show. Uh, but they're doing such a better job of it than they do on Flash or Arrow. I mean, needless to say, on Arrow. But, uh, you know, even Flash, we talk about how they're kind of just running in place for a little bit here. And this show, I mean, maybe it's the 17 episodes. 
No, well, they even they do like a lot of development with characters on this show. Yeah, I mean, even look at Rip. Um, you know, just when he gets back with his team, they rip it all away from him. Yeah, and you know, he's like you said, he's been degraded a cake boss, <laughs> and which was great. Oh my gosh, when he was putting the bow, and I love the fact, like, yeah, of, of course he would have. I am curious as to why he trapped him in the Wave Rider without changing any of his reality or Gideon's. Right. I mean, maybe it was a thing. Which that is he... because he, I mean, because he has his own Gideon. So to me, like, he should know the power of having a Gideon. Yeah. I mean, maybe this is this will be something that is that is rectified. Although I, I mean, mean, the only I... thing I could say is maybe they can't do it because it's already been done to him. Perhaps. I, I mean, and look, it's also been stated that, like, Damien Dark and Malcolm Merlin were like this. Uh, no, like, Mark, Malcolm Merlin is when he said, kill them all. And Thaw oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dark were like, ah, Dark. this is fun. Yeah, they're like, no, 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 we're going to fuck with them. Uh, instead of just writing them out of existence. So maybe this is just one of those things. You know, Earbrod Thawne would be like, this will be hilarious. I'll miniaturize a ship and I'll put it on my desk. Mm hmm. And, you know, didn't think about typical, your typical supervillain isn't thinking about the long-term consequences. But it's also funny, like, again, like, something they hinted on in the Moon episode with Thon, like, like he solved global warming, mm-hmm. he saved the whales, like, he ha- he ha- does do a lot of good, it's just, uh, he's a bad guy. Yep. <laughs> he just like, he's doing the... it all for his ego, he's not necessarily yeah, yeah, yeah. doing it. Betterment of man. For the betterment, yeah, yeah. He wants the adulation. Yeah, so it's uh again even that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, they always have Merlin playing second fiddle, but they always, when it comes down to it, they rely on him a, a lot more than either of them want to. Um, yes. So it's just yeah, you know, Sarah's come a long way this season. I, mean, I would say like pretty much the only people who who haven't had growth this season. Um, I would say I can't can't really say that about anybody. I feel like no. I mean, there's definitely characters who have. I feel like Adam is. I feel like Adam's in the same place he was before. But even like Jefferson and Stein, like even they've had they've had bits. I mean, it hasn't been as much as everybody else. No, I would say Jefferson. It's mostly like he's becoming a man. Like you know, he's in charge of the ship. Like he's just more adept to his skills. Mm -hmm. Um. Stein has a little bit more compassion, empathy towards others, yep. which is funny because all of that comes with being paired with Rory a lot of times this season. Yes, <laughs> which again should shouldn't work, but does. Finding out uh, he had a daughter, yeah, yeah. like all of that stuff, uh, all of that stuff played into it. I mean, look, and even the the dynamics between the villains between Merlin and Dark and Thawn have all been. Uh, interesting as well. I would like, love, like, they call Cold just a mustache twirler. Or yes. he's like, oh, you know, you should have killed him in your big, your bad guy monologue. Well, to be fair, I thought it was a good It bad, was a good, bad, good bad guy monologue. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Like how they just, yeah, and that's, that's one of the best things that they sort of, they, you know, they know the show they're in. Yeah. Basically. It's self-aware, which it's works. self-aware. Yeah. That's a great show. I loved it. Uh, what, what did you give Doom World? Uh, didn't we give a five the last go around? 
I think there were some fives thrown out. I, I mean, I, I don't want to say it because it's just too... I didn't give this episode a five because it's part one of a two-parter. So. That's true. But even, like, the the gags with the mom sandwiches, like, it was... Mm, yep. I, I really, I didn't have anything, there is nothing that I didn't like in this episode, but I guess you're right, I can't, because it is just part one, but yeah. I'm definitely giving it at least a four and a half. Yeah, I gave it four and three quarters, I, I, I it went there. Yeah, it's, uh, it was really good. Again, I, I don't, I don't know why this, this show shouldn't work, like, I shouldn't enjoy oh, the no show way. as yeah. much as I should, but it just... I don't know. It takes itself not seriously, but there's also like there it's good writing. Like they do yeah. good good things. It's like the best of a CW. Like yeah, it's yeah, just a it's just, just a corny. breezy. Yeah, it's, it's but it's like a breezy fun show that um I I mean, I I guess the time travel aspect gives them a lot of extra tools to play with that the other shows I guess kind of don't get. But I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just, I really, yeah, but to me, that's all, like, it's icing yeah, on, cast on Rip Hunter's so well cake. Yeah. yeah, it's but it's great because, you know, it had to be somewhat of a risk because they took all these characters that we didn't really care for on other shows, and they built a show around them. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, Stein was okay on The Flash. I mean, Jefferson mm-hmm. wasn't on there enough to really say anything, but, like, who cared about Ray Palmer when he was on Arrow? Like we just kind of he was okay, yeah. you know. Same as Sarah Lance, who was kind of like, uh, I wish she was with Laurel. She's just you know. Yeah, I remember Sarah being on Arrow, but I don't remember anything about her time on that show, other than you know the time she died and they brought her back. And like you said, we hated those two guys on Flash, Captain Cold and Heatwave. Yeah, yeah, first. and it was just you know I think by like the their third or fourth appearance we were kind of like uh you know i don't know they seem okay yeah i'm warming up to them a little bit maybe and then when they put them on this show i'm like well this will be interesting oh yeah i mean the the first thing i was like we could just steal priceless jewels yeah (laughs) it's just like okay think about all the think about all the historical artifacts we could rob yeah that's so good take the mona lisa this this is a great show (laughs) um well let's talk about a less great show uh, Arrow, season s- what are we on, five? Uh, episode 18. This one is called Disbanded. Star City will not be safe until Chase is in the ground, and there is no price I will not pay to see that happen. I need you to kill Adrian, Chase. You and the team will be fine if you stay away from Chase. Chase having broken him. Oliver disbands Team Arrow, but he calls in the Again. Bratva. Again, yeah, this is like the fourth disbanding in five seasons. I would say uh, it's like it's at least the second in this season. Oh my god, yeah. There's a lot of disbandings going on with this team. Uh, Oliver, however, calls in the Bratva to take out Chase. Diggle tries to talk Oliver out of it, reminding him that there are better ways of doing things. 
Felicity goes to Helix and manages to find pixelated footage of Chase taking off his Prometheus mask. Oliver allows the Bratva to steal diabetes medicine. It's a weird twinge in this week's episode. Before they are stopped by Team Arrow, Diggle eventually tells Oliver they can fix him if he asks for help. Oliver rejoins Team Arrow, taking out the Bratva and saving hostages that Anatoly had taken as leverage. Felicity and Curtis manage to decode Chase's device, revealing Chase's Prometheus to the police. Oliver claims he's not ready to put the hood back on yet, but with his... There's a car alarm going on in the background, in case anybody's wondering about that. Uh, But uh, with his team, uh, it it will be sooner than later. Of course it will be. I'm sure by the next episode we'll have that fucking hood back on again. Uh, when his guards try to arrest Chase, Chase kills them and leaves his safe house. And in flashbacks, Oliver plans to return to Leon Yu. Uh, so Anatoly plans one last heist to help a sick child, hoping to convince Oliver to stay. But he decides to still return to Leon Yu so he can stage his dramatic return to Starling City. What'd you make of Disbanded Club? This is the show you watched first, right? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I I had it on. Uh, Jesus, I'm trying to actually like. By the way, I'd like they to saw know... his face with the optics that they broke in, mm-hmm. and it. Okay, can I just say was okay? So they break into a place that makes optic scramblers. Yes. So obviously, they know how cameras work. Yes. And they break in and they don't wear masks? <laughs> some, uh... Can I some, just say that's really stupid? Some MIT-level thinking there. I... I didn't... I didn't get it. Like, when they're in, they're like, why aren't <laughs> no, they wearing anything? Yeah. They're, they're trying to steal. Uh... They may, as well, they, may, they may as well have just worn signs with all of their personal information on it as well. I know. So stupid. I'm Curtis, a.k.a. Mr. Terrific. My home address is... My phone number is... Uh, yeah. The uh, And then with this whole introduction of Helix knowing everything, it's like, fuck, dude. About everybody. Yeah, it's like, uh, just kind of... I don't know. You're they, Overwatch, they, you're Mr. They Terrific. just established there are minutes. no stakes. Like, that's kind yeah. of my problem. Yeah. None of this matters. I mean, at least whenever Legends did it, I don't know, they blew the fucking place up. You know, it's fun. Uh, What's funny, I remember way back when Prometheus first showed up earlier this season, and I'm like, oh, this could be, like, an interesting bend. Like, I am sick of, like, the fucking Dark Archers on this show. Uh, And I have been for, like, a long time. But, I don't know, something seemed different about this guy. This could be interesting. And I had forgotten that I had once thought that I was going to be interested in like this storyline and it has gone on for so long and I just don't care about any of this. I really hate his musical cue. <laughs> like when he kills people. Like, oh my God. Yes. Oh it's my like, God. uh, if you I die in Galaga, it. that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> yeah. This is, um, uh... It, I just I don't like anything about it. It's, I just, it I just want it to terrible. be. I just want it to be over with. Um, uh, 
I have I have almost nothing nice to say about this. Episode. I, I that was that was really the only thing I I could. Astri- there weren't even any cool fight scenes or anything. It was just, no, there wasn't anything in this episode. And Anatoly was in there, and you know he had some okay lines with Oliver, but it's like this is shit we've heard. Like it's just become it's just regurgitated. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. You know, that's one thing for me to make jokes about Spider Man being Iron Man four, but like when Arrow is just. It's just the same fucking season every year. Like they they haven't um, they haven't added th- anything to them. Like no, what's the the, what was the, what's always been the dilemma: kill or not kill? Yeah, I mean, there's a way to you know bring that out for five years and have it interesting. But the problem is, is they haven't made that dilemma interesting. This show, I mean, you could argue that this show has felt like it's been spinning its wheels since season three, but. Season three even had some moments. It's really been like season four onward. Which one was three? Um, I think three wasn't three. All the stuff with Rachel Ghoul. Yes, that's what it was. And I would were, say there were some interesting moments in that. I would say yeah, probably yeah. Since he died is I think is when we pretty consistently criticized the show. Yes. Yeah. Like I mean, not the, not, that it, not that it, great. not that not. Yeah, not that it would have been a good ending that, you know, they kill Oliver Queen and, like, then that's the end of the series. But, uh, I mean, I don't actually, I don't know. Maybe that would have been a good ending. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, the, basically kind of since then. Like, I mean, they, they totally, I mean, it was a totally great moment. But then the question is always, like, how do you come back from that moment? And basically everything they've done since they've come back from that was pretty sub bar i guess i don't know and it totally this totally feels like the neglected tv show and then they're adding another superhero show i think right uh what's it called like black lightning or something oh yeah 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 um which by the way we may replace arrow with that show Uh, dude black lightning's cool is he yeah he's cool uh do we know when that show is supposed to even happen by the way oh i have no idea but he's he's cool. Uh, let me see here. Rides around on a on a manhole cover. Is that what? Uh, well, apparently it started. Uh, let's see here. First image of an updated Black Lightning debuts as a CW pilot begins production. Uh, let me see here. It doesn't s- say anything about. When they're expecting it to air, it's just that it says that the show is being shot in Atlanta. Um, yeah, it doesn't say anything about a premiere date. Maybe I should have Googled for that. Uh, yeah, I mean, instead. he was, he's kind of like not as far as powers, but you can definitely see in, in older photos. But he's, he was, he's like the DC's version of Luke Cage. Mm hmm. Yeah, the um, I mean, hey, uh, if hey, if it if it ends up being anything like Luke Cage, I'll totally watch that over Arrow, any day of the week. Uh, let me see here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it's greenlit for twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. Well, the Daily Mail is really bad at their job. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a given. Somewhere. Uh, somewhere 
We can in the distance. We can hear Ben rolling his eyes all the way from Legends. The show, the show would become the CW's fifth superhero series, joining Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Stephen Amell, pictured thirty-five, plays the Flash, pictured two thousand sixteen. As as the picture behind him is nothing but Arrow uh, banners. Yeah. Good job, guys. <laughs> That, uh, that, that prob- is literal fake news. We should probably score this episode. Um, uh, I mean, uh, uh, like uh, two-ish? <laughs> yeah, two and a half, maybe? Yeah, that, that even feels generous. I felt dirty saying two and a half. Yeah, it just wasn't good. Felt like that was too close to a three. Two and a quarter. I'll get <laughs> it. Uh, that, that two and a half made it feel too, way, way closer to a three than it needed to be. No, I mean, it's just a show that is, the two and a quarter is basically, they know how to make the show, and it doesn't look like an amateur film. Um, it is fairly competently shot, and they do fun transitions between flashbacks. They they do, they do, they do know how to make transitions, that's for sure. That's Yeah, and they did a transition from somebody pouring water into a cup. Yeah, they did a they they tra- they did that as a transition. So uh, yeah, they've nailed that. They've Unfortunately, nailed they haven't gotten characters down yet. No, no, they're still working on that. Um, all right, so uh, Glenn and I will return next week with a much shorter episode because we're just talking Legends of Tomorrow. So uh, to get your to get your fill of everything else, go to cinemageekly.com. Oh yeah, we got to fill it in with two movie trailers, huh? Oh, we may have to. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We may have to we may have to have an in depth discussion about Jurassic Parks two and three uh, instead. Oh my uh, god! <laughs> but I'm sure we could find a way to tie them in. Uh, we really missed our boat when they did the uh, T Rex episode. The T Rex episode. So yeah, uh, head on over to cinemageekly.com. Check out the uh, the archives of the Flashing Arrow podcast, along with all the other shows. And there's going to be more coming. Many shows coming out of hibernation. Uh, soon, like Doctor Who and Better Call Saul, uh, tons of stuff. Uh, Podcasters of Shield just woke up, uh, and we're, we're covering Iron Fist over there. So, lots of stuff happening over on the website. Oh, how are you so liking Iron, Iron Fist? Well, I mean, we're only two. Uh, we've only watched the first two episodes, uh, so I know most of the people who have uh, given their thoughts. Uh, gave their thoughts after they'd watched at least half of the season. Oh, okay. Uh, so I feel like it's a little too early to. I mean, so we've we've only we've really only been able to judge by the first two episodes, um, and it, the the first two episodes in, it certainly does not feel like it's going to be as good of a show as all of the previous shows. But we want to give it some space to breathe. Yeah. Uh, and Aurora and I definitely tackled all of the controversial topics. Including all the the hubbub about the casting and stuff that Finn Jones said, and then talking about the criticism of the show, and et cetera, et cetera. We talked about all of that stuff. What did Finn Jones say? Um, that he doesn't know how to do fight choreography because that's what I hear. Um, you know what? We th- I, in the first two episodes we thought the fights were fine, but they were nothing compared to like what we saw in Daredevil. But you know, then again, nothing in Jessica Jones or Luke Cage was as good as the Daredevil stuff either. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, no, he gave the old, we didn't make this show for the critics line, which 
critics immediately take that to mean the show is bullshit and actors know that it's bullshit. Uh, so we were wondering how much of the bad reviews came pre-painted from him saying this and how much of it came pre-painted from the controversy over the, this was Marvel's chance to do uh, a diverse casting and they didn't do it. Like, you know, how many of the bad reviews came with people already coming in with a color? Yeah, you know, kind of like reverse Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you want to say already, it's good because it's different. Yeah, people like people went into this show perhaps thinking already that it was going to be a train wreck. And then whenever you see something that sticks out to you, it sticks out 20 times more. So, well, if you look uh, for the bad in something, you will surely find it. Oh, absolutely, especially in a movie or a TV what, show. Because uh, Abraham Lincoln said that once. Did 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 Honest Abe say that? Yeah, is that an Honest Abe? Quote? I'm slightly paraphrasing, but yeah, he did say that. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Abe Lincoln said, "If you look for the bad shit, you will definitely find bad shit." I believe <laughs> Abraham Lincoln said that once. Yeah. I think in an inauguration. I'm too speech. drunk to taste this chicken. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln <laughs> said that once, I believe, right after they won the Civil War. Um, so yeah. Uh, oh, I feel like if we're gonna, if we're going to use a drunk quote, it's definitely Grant that would have said something like that. <laughs> oh, uh, Ulysses. Yeah. yeah. He yeah he seemed like more of a, a drink man, <coughs> a man who's a, who enjoys his his liquor. Uh, so yeah. Anyway. This is a rough transition. Uh, Flashing Arrow is available. Yeah, we're not Arrow. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) We do not have Arrow's transition team. Uh, We're available on iTunes and Google Play Music. Just search for Flashing Arrow and hit the subscribe button. Uh, So, yeah, no Flash and no Arrow until the end of April. But Glenn and I will return next week to talk about the Season 2 finale of Legends of Tomorrow. It's Episode 17 called Aruba. Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you. Bermuda, Bahamas. 